Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. We're happy to be here. With my like hoarse voice. Listen to me sound like a man. (laughs) She's got the deep, sexy, raspy voice. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but Uh, it's annoying. It's annoying. It's the the rasp of falling kids in school. And And, like lack of sleep. That's my like go-to. You know when I'm not sleeping. This is what you comes up. You can hear up. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's fine. It's fine. You I hope your sleep. voice holds out. I think it'll be okay. Okay. It'll just sound sexy. I yes, like that. You're bringing the sexy vibe to the podcast today. I think we need that today with Apples Never Fall. <gasps> Might be a little. It's book club. I know. I'm so excited. Let's talk. I love well, talking about a book. First, let's announce next month's book club. Dun, 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 dun. Are November. you dying to find out, listeners? Um, for November, our book club pick is Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. That's right. <gasps> I'm really excited about this one. I'm excited, too. It is on, I believe, the short list for National Book Award for Fiction. Amazing. Yeah. So there's a long list. So it's of on the long list. But the I books believe, that are released. Yeah. For 2021, it made it to the top five, the, the short list. And the voting on that is announced November 17th. Right. So let's read it. <gasps> and then we will find and out. And then we'll find out for our next book club if, if it, it was won chosen. or not. So in case you didn't know, Anthony Doerr wrote All the Light We Cannot See. Yes. Which was a... Huge Mm. success. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's a big deal. Such a good book. It really put his name out there on the literary lists everywhere. Right. And so this one, when we started reading, I've been wanting to read this book. It's been on my to-read list. Yes, same here. And um, actually, I mean, Sarah and I both were like, Okay, how about this one and how about this one? And they were both like each of our top two books on our list for next month. So I don't know that we've ever both come with the same exact books. Very rarely. Very rarely. So, But then we're like, let's read the synopsis and like remind ourselves why we wanted to read it. And we were like, oh, this is different. It started out sounding like everything I love in a book. And then the end of the synopsis, we both looked at each other and we're like, huh, what did that? Really? Is that the same synopsis or did it get twisted with some? So go ahead and read it. So I know. So they understand what we're talking about. Right? Okay, listen to this. This is the synopsis for Cloud Cuckoo Land. 13-year-old Anna, an orphan, lives inside the formidable walls of Constantinople in a house of women who make their living embroidering the robes of priests. Very interesting. Love, love. Restless, insatiable insatiably curious Anna learns to read and in this ancient city famous for its libraries she finds a book the story of Athon who longs to be turned into a bird so that he can fly to a utopian paradise in the sky this she reads to her ailing sister as the walls of the only place she has ever known are bombed in the great siege of Constantinople outside the walls is Omir a village boy, miles from home, conscripted with his beloved oxen into the invading army. His path and Anna's will cross. 500 years later, in a library in Idaho, octogenarian Zeno, who learned Greek as a prisoner of war, 
rehearses five children in a play adaption of Athon's story, preserved against all odds through centuries. Tucked among the library shelves is a bomb, planted by a troubled, idealistic teenager Seymour. This is another siege, and not and in a not-so-distant future, on the interstellar ship Argos, Constance is alone in a vault, copying on scraps of sacking the story of Athon, told to her by her father. She has never set foot on our planet. <laughs> I what? still can't even make sense of the last few sentences. <clears throat> like, exactly. It just doesn't even... We go what? from, like, history yeah. to current times to... Future on a spaceship? A, a vault? Uh, scraps of sacking? Uh, interstellar ship? <laughs> what? 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 I am... I have no idea I how know. these three separate, seemingly separate stories... Yes. How it's all going to be brought together. I don't know. But I loved all the light we cannot see. I did too. And so I have no doubt, but... It, it's, it, seems, it sounds different. Now, yeah. with that being said, it has a 4.3 rating mm-hmm. on Goodreads. And there are over almost $5,000, $5,000, almost 5,000 ratings. Yeah. So like lots of ratings, I would yes. say. And, and it just came out in September. So we've got a lot yeah. of ratings. It's fairly new. High majority five-star ratings. Like yeah. we are talking... Most by far are five, five star. stars. Yeah. What? Half, at least half are five star, if not more. So, yeah. And I'm super excited for this one. Yeah. Definitely interested, intrigued. He hasn't written anything in a while. Has it been since All the Light We Cannot well, See? Well, that's not entirely true. He's written a few like shorter stories, small things. And I think I saw that he wrote a memoir. Mm-hmm. Was that after All the Light We Cannot See or before? Do you know? It looks like it was after. After. Okay. But he's written a whole lot of things. Huh. But his biggest, biggest book definitely was All the Light We Cannot See, and that was in 2014. So nothing that's that level of popularity wow. since it's been there. A while. And now all of a sudden this is getting yeah. a lot, a lot of attention. So... Fingers crossed, you know? Awesome, yeah. Uh, 12 weeks on the wait list for my library. Ooh. I know yours, yours, you've had yours on wait for longer, so yours is closer, but yeah. we'll see if I have to end I up buying it. I think I might it, get lucky on this one. Or how fast it comes available. Should We shall see. I'm very, I'm very excited. I don't know if excited is the world. I have high anticipation right. about this one. Yeah. Me too. I'm very much looking forward to how this is all going to play out. Let's weave a tale with these very different things. Okay. Woo. Very good. Okay. But today. Today is book club. And we are talking Leanne Moriarty, who is near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. Apples Never Fall, which is a strange title. Four apples on a tennis net Sitting tells there. us that... There are four children in the family, the tennis family. Yes. The apple of their eyes. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. They are, so Joy and Stan, right? Are we yes. jumping right in here? Let's jump in. 
Joy and Stan, tennis players, they start their own tennis school. And this is like the family business. They live, breathe, the kids play tennis. Everything revolves around tennis, teaching tennis, tennis lessons, tennis matches. Trying to create the next big star, hopefully in their children. Yes, to go to Wimbledon. Yes. Wimbledon, right? Yes. And so this is... This is what they're going to do. They're going to make it happen. Right. But we jump ahead. Yeah. To their retirement. Right. All the children are grown and out of the house. They sold their tennis club. Mm-hmm. And now they're like empty nester retired and people. And very bored. Very bored. After being so intensely busy. Yes. Because that I is think not anytime an your easy job. children are involved in sports, it is time consuming. No so doubt. time consuming. But you're also coaching. So it's not just that you're the parent of someone in an intense competitive sport. Oh my goodness. Level, but you're the coach <clears throat> of children. Not just your own, but others. All the children, yes. That are competing. So, like, they all matter. You want them all to succeed. Right. And you see some talent, and you see, like, where you're going to put your attention, and and just to build competitive children. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, that's just a a whole other thing. Yes. For sure. So, now, with all that gone, and none of them really ended up being the star they foresaw any of them being. No, and they almost burn out a little bit. Yeah. Like I find, I found that they seem not all of them, some more than others, but seem to get kind of have a bad taste in their mouth About when it came tennis. to tennis. Yeah. Well, I think when you live and breathe it, it's your every childhood thing. It's in your backyard. Your parents' work is right there. Right. It, There's no end. You can't win their attention over right. the needs of the tennis club. Right. Right. Yeah, and just think like Ugh. when a normal day ends. I mean, all working parents have different schedules, but I'd say a typical, you know, 6 p.m. and then you have family time. But that's probably when you coach a lot of them because they're in school. So there really is no family time. Family time is tennis time. And weekends were spent traveling to different competitions. Mm -hmm. I mean, their lives were tennis. Right, right. And so there's some maybe bitterness. Yeah. And some attention seeking that took place that maybe didn't always feel like you got the attention of your parents or you. And some jealousy over maybe other kids Mm -hmm. that weren't members of the family that took your care. I mean, I kind of got that feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we're left with Joy and Stan just super bored. Yeah. I mean, their kids now have, they're out of the home. They're living their own lives. They don't need mom and dad so much. They're not checking in. They're not being considerate. Of like, oh, I should see... I should go check in on my parents, yeah, or I should go hang I out with them. I should call my mom, or... I think mom especially, Joy, is especially feeling hurt and sad that her whole life's job of mothering and taking care of other people is... I mean, even on the tennis courts, taking care. Absolutely. She now has <clears throat> nobody to take care of. Right. And when she was... I, you know, when she was teaching, her job mostly was the younger students, right? Yeah. Like, it was the beginners that she kind of, that takes more mothering. I feel yeah. like it takes more, like, attention and gathering and hurting and all the things. Caring, tying shoes, I'm sure. Getting oh. drinks, all the things. All the things. Right? Yes. And to just have it all gone. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of where the book starts, is 
mom is a little bit lost in her new role of retirement. Mm-hmm. And amongst this time of feeling forgotten and ignored and invisible, and she she's can't imagine every day like this. Like no, she's, she's not, not creating this in no, her brain. Like her kids her truly kids don't come around. Don't think about like it right. doesn't cross their minds. I don't think it's meant to be mean. Right. I think it's just like no, I'm living my own. They life. have their own lives, and yeah, they're doing their own thing. And she just didn't realize that this is what it would be like. And she also very desperately thought she'd have grandchildren by now. Well, she wants a she wants a grandbaby so. Bad to do all those, and then she she even talks about her friends talking about their grandbabies and the pictures and the things they do with their grandbabies, and that would fill her time or her attention is to be able to dote on a baby or a grandchild, and she doesn't have that yet either. I mean, let's talk about where her kids are. She's got a son who is incredibly wealthy Mm -hmm. and single, Mm -hmm. and doesn't he just kind of seems? It sounds to me like lots of short term. And he's like in the financial industry, right? Right. Yeah. Doesn't not doesn't, doesn't seem to be committed to anyone. Anyone or he's divorced. Long-term. Yeah. He's divorced. His ex-wife and him had a hard time getting pregnant. Tried and tried and tried, didn't work. And in the midst of that, he cheats on her. They divorce, and she moves to America. To America. The only part of that that I recalled was she moved to America. Yeah. And so I, I kind of got the part. feeling that, like, he felt so guilty for botching that up that now yeah. he's like, I'm and not going to do that. that ship has sailed. Yeah. I messed that up. Let's not mess up anybody else's. So I'll just be yeah. single. Yeah. And so he's, he's living that life. <clears throat> There's Amy, their daughter, who... She's separated, but doesn't dare tell anyone. Nobody that. knows. Yeah, it's a secret. Yeah. And the, she's just started a practice. She's like a oh, yeah, ther- physical therapist. Physiotherapist. And so she's busy there, but it's not really booming. Like no, it's not working. It's just starting out. And she's. And it seems like as much effort as she's putting, putting a lot there, of money into it, but it, it's not paying out yet. It's not. And so that's been, you know, that she's got that going on. And then there's Troy. The other, the other son, son, who is also separated from his girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. Doesn't dare tell anyone. <laughs> There's a lot going on Lots here. Lots of that, secrets, right? Yeah, yeah. And... They just don't share their lives with one another. No. It, like, they come together for dinner or But some, don't ever whatever, talk and, about anything real. Right. It's all surface. Right. And then there's the youngest, Brooke, who's just, just floating free, around. Yeah. Can't seem to find... Free spirit. Her place. Right. Goes from job to job, from whatever to whatever. It's so interesting. And I feel like that is so fascinating when because isn't that the thought of some someone who is highly engaged in something as a youth? That they would be highly successful in their adulthood. Yeah. It's given them structure. Right? Discipline. Like, you know how to work to hard. You know how these, to commit. Yes. You know all these things. It's those character-building things that come with it, that even if you're not going to be a professional tennis player, right? you'll be professional at something because you've put all those character-building attributes yeah. that you would need to And although to be the one son is, like, um, monetarily successful, mm-hmm. he's, like, struggling emotionally. Emotionally like, and, yeah. In relationships, can't right. seem to pull it together. A little stunted there. Yeah. I think that is so interesting. That, right. Like, 
None of them seem to be have it together at all. No. Not even, like, close. Right. They're so struggling and floundering in their adult lives. Right. Which is so different than what the parents' example was. Yes. Because it was like, hey, we're both good tennis players. Let's open this tennis school. Let's make we bought this. We turned it around. We worked it from the bottom up and made something for their name. They're very famous in the tennis world. Oh, yeah. Like, they're sought after. Totally. And yet their kids didn't get that drive. And maybe because they were burned out of it, because that's was their childhood. I don't know. So there was that hope that someone would take over. Yeah. It's too mm, bad. Yes. But they, now as adults, they can't get a hold of their mom. Finally occurs to right. them. Where's mom? I felt like the first, so I listened to this book as I typically do. I feel like the first six hours of this book were just what we summed up. Right? It took six hours. Just to like set the ground To stones. set what mom goes missing. Oh yeah, I forgot to add that. Six hours in, you've got the characters. Yeah. And Joy, nobody knows where Joy is. But they're not like sincerely concerned. Not super concerned about this. It's like, where could she Just be? like, oh, kind where would mom have gone? wondering. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and then as you get more into the story, you find out that dad, when he got upset, would take off. Without a word, like Without walk a word. out He'd of just the house. walk out, walk out of the car on the side of the road and then be gone days. Days. So once, after, once into the book, you find that part out of him. This doesn't seem so concerning for the family that mom just is pulling a dad. You don't know that the first six, ten hours of the book. <laughs> but now I understand why nobody called the police after a day yeah. or two of mom not coming home. I mean, wouldn't you think if mom didn't but come home one night? That is not normal. Yeah. I would be like, Mom didn't come home tonight. Well, it, the next morning, ever come we called the police. Yes. She didn't come home one night without saying anything. Seriously. That's not normal. I give them one night for an adult. One night. And even that for me. I mean, yeah, I maybe wouldn't You're call worried. the police. But I'm calling everybody I know. Oh, absolutely. Everyone I think knows my mom. Have you seen her? When was the last time you talked to her? You're putting together a timeline. Right. right? Before you. Yeah, I'm not going to maybe jump to police. But I'm going to. Talk to people. I'm going to be looking for her, actively looking for her and making phone calls. that is weird. Checking the hospitals, checking parking lots for her car. That's weird. Yeah, but they they don't don't do any of these things. For days. And then the next jump to is, well, if we get the police involved, they're going to think dad did it. Did what? What? Yeah. She's missing. You think your dad was involved? Really? And if you think that, like, then you for sure should get the police involved. Right. You don't cover it up. You don't cover up for your dad that your mom is I mean, is I gone. get it. You love your dad. But but it's your mom, too. Anyway, it was so disturbing. It's so and weird. Then I was like, if you're in a family where, I mean, and then I started, like, you start to think about putting yourself in those shoes. So you mm-hmm. think about your own family. And I'm like, I can't imagine my parents ever doing anything to each other. But then I'm like, they're not perfect. And they have arguments just like everyone. Yeah. Would I jump to that? Would I jump to, oh, they had a fight? Maybe he hurt her? N- no. 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. That was weird to me. Yeah. So I would be like, let's figure out what happened. What's going on here that they jumped to that and and that that's their thought. And you do, as you get into the book, you find out a lot of the history and a lot of um, the dad was raised in an abusive situation, abusive yeah. home. He saw his dad. 
beating yes. his mom, right? Yes. And so... Finally left. Yeah. So you get their backstories of what their lives were like growing up and Joy with Grandma and... um, Well, that... Not Joy's mom, but Joy's... Stan's mom. Mother-in-law. So her mother-in-law was... You know, she kind of was nasty to her. Not and nice. Not yeah. nice at all, but... Her redeeming quality was her apple crumble. Like, everybody loved this apple crumble, and she wouldn't tell anyone how to make it. No. And I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. I'm like, like, I love a good dessert as much as the next person. Right. But I don't know that I would, like, need it. Withhold yeah. a recipe from the family right? for my own. Or, with that being said, like, if she, if I was Joy... And my mother-in-law wouldn't give me the recipe. Like, I would have been like, well, I'll find another oh, thing. We'll have that another really thing love. that's our thing. Yeah. Yeah, but she's just like, she oh, the old goody won't, you know, of course she <laughs> didn't leave us the one last ingredient. And so this is like the, the discussion of the book. <laughs> A part of the book is this apple crumble recipe. Now, can we say, we have not even touched on this yet, which I can't believe we haven't touched on this, but. One night before Joy goes missing. We haven't even added this We aspect. have not even, this really weird so twist. So back when Joy is so sad and needing to take care of someone. And she is not missing. No, yet. not yet. They get a knock on their door like late at night. Yeah. And there's a woman standing on the doorstep and she's bloody. Uh-huh. And frantic, I don't know, like maybe a little bit like. Yeah, yeah, she's lost. She's it is out of her wits, maybe. Yeah. And they bring her in to find <laughs> out what's going on. And they clean her up. They assume it was a domestic abuse situation. Uh-huh. Well, she kind of leads them to believe that. She doesn't, she, yeah, discourage that line of yeah, thought. Yeah. When, and she also, like, she, she ends up staying there. They take care of her and feed stays her. Stays overnight in their Stays home. overnight. And then they get together the sons to go and get her stuff from her apartment where her boyfriend lives. And so she shares this personal story, right? Uh-huh. That's like cuckoo about the husband or the boyfriend, the boyfriend. abusing her and he, right. everything was fine. And then all of a sudden she, she said asked the wrong about thing. the insurance and it just he snapped and Crazy. she had to get out. And she was walking down the street and this looked like a nice home. And so she's. So went to the door. she knocked on that door because it seemed like an inviting home. Crazy. And she ends up staying for like a, a while, month, month or two. Yeah, months, I think it is. Yeah. Like she is kind of there. She cooks for them and she does a she little bit of cleaning clean. and she's a, a visitor. Like she's a companion to Joy. She talks with Joy and they become quite close. To the extent that Joy gives her her credit card to go get groceries, takes her shopping. This is so, like, the fact that you just let her go with the credit card. What? And like you're buying her stuff. And yes, I understand the, like, want to believe in someone. But that doesn't take away the fact that she's a stranger still. Right. She is still a stranger. You don't know the truth from no i mean how do you know that you're being told the truth like i kept listening to this going wait 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 you're doing what yes and this is it kind of made me think of 
all these um, scams that people do against the elderly. Yes. Because they just want someone to talk to on the phone. Someone's called them and is interested in them. For and real. And that feels good to have someone check in on you and befriend you and how's your day and tell me about this. And then all of a sudden they have your bank account number and you're broke. <laughs> Seriously. This is how it goes. And Joy. And this is like extreme in that scenario. Because she's in her home living with her. I'm not sure I understand. Well, I don't understand either. (laughs) Why would you let someone in like that? It was, it is like crazy. And not only do I give you like the number or a password or whatever, a code or a key, I'm handing you my credit card. Right. The whole thing. Access to all my banking. This wasn't just like, oh no, you think that I've. Like, you're the bank, and something's wrong with my account? Here, let's yeah. fix it. No, it's, you need to buy things? Take my credit card. Yes, here you go. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, and it was very easily done. Yes. Very easily done. She just shows up one day, and all of a sudden, and she's you, part of the family. Right? She's there for, was it Easter dinner or something? It was Father's Day. Father's Day. They all come together for dinner, and Savannah's there as if she's one of the children and yes. cooking the meal. Right? And yeah, it's just like, wait. And the kids show up and they're like, uh, uh who's it's so this? weird. So awkward. Yes. And it's like, it's a situation where it's like you question your, you can't, you have not been like a good child to your parent. Right. And so you, they don't care about your opinion right now. Because no, where have you, you been? You weren't there. Yeah. No, and we're doing here, Now all came. of a sudden you care? Right. Like, they aren't, they're just like, it's fine. Thanks, but no Everything thanks. Everything is fine. Yeah. This is. We can, we're adults. We can do what we want. We're adults. This is adult parents. Right? As adult children and you're like, my parent is losing it. Yeah. Like, Should what I be, do you do in this situation? Is this yes. all the concerns? And all throughout the book. You're, they're like, number one, looking for Joy. Joy is missing. Yeah. And pieces of this story where Savannah, who is the stranger living mm-hmm. in their home, kind of start to be told. Like, the story gets told in tandem with where is Joy. Where is Joy. And it is so bizarre. It is so bizarre. I'm going to say, not as weird as Nine Perfect Strangers. Not as weird as that. But weird. It is weird. It's a weird storyline. It is. And I was confused. It's really long. Very long. It's very long-winded. Like, I don't know that it was necessary. And Leanne is so good at developing characters and making you love your characters. But like I said, the first six hours, I felt like the book hadn't even started yet. And I'd say the last hour was a little long-winded. Oh, it was very long-winded. It could have cut it down. I did like how it all tied up. Like, yeah. I liked that Joy was okay. I, I, we are yeah, telling so Joy spoilers. was, Joy is well, of found. course, Joy comes home. Joy comes home. She had just gone out off to be grid. on her own. Yeah. She left her phone behind. She's on off purpose. Grid. She went with Savannah yeah. to some like off grid. It was like Resort, a retreat. A retreat. Right? Yeah. Like a recentering. Yeah. Get out of the world. Find yourself. And it was good for her and it was good for Savannah. Savannah turns up. She didn't just stumble across a house that looks great. She did. She, she was had not a, a victim of domestic abuse. Yes, not a victim. She had a history with this family. Her brother became a tennis pro under this, under Stan. Yes. 
And she had been at the home as a child and had been treated poorly. Yeah. And she was abused by her mom. And severely abused. Yeah. I mean, neglected. <laughs> neglected pure neglect. Yeah. And so she just kind a of lot just, of yeah. baggage she was carrying right. around and unloaded it on Stan and, and Joy family. and their family. Yes. I think the very end, though, when it, um, it wrapped back around and included the pandemic in it. I didn't love that. It just I've read a couple books lately where that's been they like, like they the have ending. to touch on it. Yeah, yeah, they have to add it in. No, you don't. It's okay. We lived it. <laughs> yeah, I actually go to my books to get away from it. Yeah. But it was an interesting twist on it. Like it talks about Wimbledon was um, canceled because of mm-hmm. the pandemic and they had gone all the way had tickets to go and but it didn't yeah. turn out and just whatnot i mean it just yeah. the lives of what you know Living in the pandemic joy and stan being elderly and their kids were then worried about them were they taking the rules seriously enough very uh true to what life has been like sure um but yeah and also eh. i felt like the ending was a little long we didn't need that in the story yeah. so i did there. i did love i will say i did love that like after, even though Savannah did these awful things <clears throat> to their family and kind of like unleashed all their secrets, right? And mm-hmm. and caused a lot of havoc. Joy like loved her anyway. Like she saw this hurt person. Yes. And loved her. And she really was the mother that Savannah never had. Right. And that was, as crazy as it seems. Yeah. Very needed for Savannah. But it put Joy at risk. It did put Joy at risk. And then I loved at the end how Joy herself, like how she needed to mother so desperately. And she clung to that role for Savannah. She realized that she needed to take a step back. And like, I have four children that need me to mother them. I don't need to worry and be all the anxiety that comes along with mothering. To this person who's not actually my child. I can care about her and love her. Right. But I don't need to mother her. I don't need to mother her. Which yeah. I kind of loved both. Like, that she felt yeah. loved. But that Joy didn't, like, lose herself in, in that role. Right. And Savannah was like, yes, I need to get some help. I need yeah. to recenter my life. And And so they kind of found on. this good place mm-hmm. in their retreat. Yes. I think they both got good. very centered and learned a lot. And and I, like, honestly, totally disliked Stan throughout most of the book because mm-hmm. he was kind of a curmudgeon and he was ornery and he it sounded like he was kind of a selfish husband throughout their marriage. Yeah. And even as she's gone, he didn't seem to care she was gone. Like, let her be gone or yeah. I'm not going to talk about it or I'm well, not going to be yeah. helpful. Well, the whole rug thing, like he wouldn't. I, there's all these little yes. things. And then he was like, once she's gone, he's like, oh, I haven't been listening to her. Yes. And then he started doing all the little things she'd and been complaining didn't know about. No, that's what he was doing no. until she got back. All those things he was doing kind of made him look more suspicious. Yes. In the time. Yes. But really he was trying to be like, Oh, I need to work she's on gone this honey do list. I need that to she's been asking my whole yeah, life. Yeah. Exactly. It's now time to do a little bit for her. Yes. And so I was, lo- by the yeah. end I was like, Thank you, Stan. Yeah. It took too long, you but I'm around. glad that you figured it out. And so I really loved that he, like, changed the carpet and 
did all of the things, painted, cleaned yeah. the car. Yes. All the things. All the things. That, that she had been complaining about. Yeah. Yep. It was like, finally. So I was happy for Joy. And what did it take? It took Joy focusing on herself a little bit. Yeah. To get other people to be like, oh. oh we should. Yeah, take care of yourself first so that you yeah. can then take care of others. Don't keep right. putting your needs aside for others. And there's so much more in this book that we like yeah. aren't. But I'm I like, mean, it, eh. it's 15 hours, right? Yeah. Would 14th. you recommend it? I would recommend it. I gave it three stars. I gave it three stars. If you're a Leanne Moriarty fan, absolutely, you're going to read it. Agreed. I put it, even though I gave Nine Perfect Strangers three stars, I liked this one better than Nine Perfect Strangers. Yes. Personally. Okay. Um, I so agree. I rate it maybe 3.5 stars. Okay. Where Nine Perfect Strangers, I would give three stars. I, yeah. What are your thoughts? It's hard for me now because. Nine Perfect Strangers, when I read it, was so weird. Mm -hmm. And I didn't love Nine Perfect Strangers at the time. But now that I've seen the series, the series. I love the series. <laughs> and so now I like that's jumped on my list. Yeah. But if you were just talking reading, for sure I liked this one. Yeah. Better than Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I would say so too. Yeah. But. So definitely, I you can't not be a Leanne Moriarty fan. I mean, just right. the way that she writes and the way that she can interweave stories and give such a detailed background to these fictional you characters. Build that these characters that make real them seem so real and yes. memorable. Yes. I mean, there is so much in this book, and we both read it weeks ago. Yes. And it's yeah, she did a great job with character development. She always does and intertwining storylines and unique storylines. Sometimes I feel like I read the same book in five different books. You know, the oh same storyline or similar enough of a storyline that you can't remember which one was which. Yes. No. Not, not Leanne. Leanne. I totally <laughs> this agree. This is very different. It Super stands unique. out from every one of her other books, um, just how she writes. So I still love her. I know. Not just, it's just... When you take an author like Leanne Moriarty, where she's got so many really good books. Yeah, it, I agree. That I end up, when I'm rating her books, I'm I'm rating them against each other. Absolutely. Not like in the whole realm this of all books. This was not Truly Madly Guilty. Right. And not What Alice Forgot. Right. But it was a good book. Right. So there. There you go. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun It was exciting read. to have a new book to look forward to and For to sure. read it right away. And there's there's a I lot know. of excitement in that. I yeah. love that so much, actually. Mm -hmm. So. And now I'm looking forward to November's book read. Yeah. Me too. Right? Cloud Cuckoo Land. Ooh, right? Is that the name I of it? I think so. Yeah. So. Very good. There's another one that's new and on the short list. And I'm excited to get started. That everyone's talking about. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for listening. Um, we'd love to hear what you thought of Apples Never Fall. Please. Let us know on Instagram or Facebook. What did you love? Maybe what you hated? We want to hear. Uh, what did we get wrong? Yes. Right? What do you feel different? What did you take out different from I would love to hear our that. perspective? Yeah. Or you can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You find us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club.